With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, as we welcome you in. We got some football tonight, boys. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. Dustin Sweetelson, Amal Shaw, they're at the South Point in Las Vegas, and they're starting to buy the Utes. Remember, yesterday, four and a half, no cam rising. It'll be interesting. Brant Keithy, if he doesn't play, remember, Keithy in 21, and Amal, you and I were discussing the tight end. Last year against Florida had a big day, then got injured like a week or two later. But Keithy was on the same team as Dalton Kincaid, who's catching balls for the bills. And he was a better tight end. Like if we're being honest, take a look at his numbers from 21. So I bring that up because it looks like Keithy's going to be out. Cam rising going to be out, but we say hi to the boys that we can start there. What's going on them all. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Brent Keithy, great point you made. Nine catches, a buckle five, and a touchdown last time in Gainesville. Crucial member of that game. If you look at the box score, Patrick, there were 25, excuse me, 55 points scored in that game, 22 in the fourth quarter. But neither team was really being slowed down. I think it'll be a bit of a different uh, game today just based on the fact I that agree. you've got different quarterback play here. I don't know if you guys remember that two-point conversion Anthony Richardson had last year late in the game that made it 22-19, I believe. Um he kind of gives a pump fake, takes on the defender, spins out of it, makes the play. Uh, I think it was Justin Short who was standing wide open in the end zone. But, I mean, both teams were moving the ball fairly well in that game. I think it'll be a bit more of a challenge here. I know Samich is on the under 22 in the first half. I like this play. I think it's going to be tough to get four scoring drives out of these offenses just based on the quarterback play. I told you I'm an anti-Graham Mertz guy, Patrick. I don't know where you come in on him, but – to me, I think if you're Florida, you got to play field position, take advantage of opportunities you have, and then hope to be able to make plays. Anti-game manager Graham Mertz plus Montel Johnson and Trevor Etienne, second year in the system. I totally agree with you. I don't see points tonight. We lost the best of it, 50 and a half big guy. Opener for DraftKings on the total. They're sitting 44 and a half, so hate to give it out as you lose about six there, but again, salt Lake tonight, and we'll get into Nebraska and Minnesota as well. Utah, Dustin Sweetelson going for a three Pete in the pack 12 Florida, obviously not in the conference, but the Utes are going to want to make a statement tonight. And honestly, two programs with a different trajectory, Dustin, it's Whittingham and Utah eyeing a playoff berth. And conversely, it's Florida breaking in a new quarterback, a coach that's trying to find his footing, get comfortable, reinforce that defensive front, bring in transfers, but it's going to take another year for Florida. I love what you got. And that is Florida sitting plus seven. Yeah. Really happy. I got that number now with the way things have kind of shaken out over the last few days. 
One thing I keep thinking about, though, is, you know, we had some discussions on the show yesterday about Trey Lance in the NFL, and I want to draw a parallel to this game in Trey Lance. We didn't get a chance to fairly evaluate Trey Lance, so I think it's tough to say either way what he is as a quarterback just because we didn't see it. I think we are way too quick to write off Billy Napier based on what we saw in one year of him at Florida. He was a good coach at Louisiana, and it's a transition period with the transfer portal the way it is. He had players coming and going. So you're not only teaching the people who are there a new system, you're teaching new players a new system. I'm not saying he's a good coach. What I will tell you is he's pretty good on week one. I went back and did the research. Billy Napier on week one versus power five opponents. He is four and O ATS, just two and two straight up. He was an underdog in all of those games, four and O ATS last year, won outright as a dog versus Utah at home. Uh, 2021 covered 37 and a half points against Texas when he was at Louisiana. 2020 beat number 23 Iowa State as an 11 and a half slow down, slow down, because this is hold on, slow down, because this is very good information. Start over with what he's done, because I like this. Let's start over with Napier. Billy Napier, Week One versus Power Five opponents, four and O ATS, just two and two straight up. Always has been the underdog. 22, one as an underdog outright at home in the swamp. 21. Covered a 37 and a half point spread at Texas. Final was 38 18. In 2020, beat number 23 Iowa State outright as an 11 and a half point underdog. And then 2019 on a neutral site, covered versus Mississippi State and Mike Leach as 22 and a half underdogs, losing 38 28. I don't know if he's a good coach. Don't know if he's a great coach. I just know we are way too quick to write him off just because year one didn't go well. Tremendous information. Go ahead, Omal. I don't know anybody that's written him off yet, though. People are acting like he's overmatched. Obviously, everyone loves Whittingham. People are acting like the Florida program is in disarray. They're doubting what they're capable of this year. We don't know what he's going to be. I I appreciate everything you just said, and I think you laid out a great argument that's pro-Billy Napier. Here's the problem for me. If you are the starting quarterback at Wisconsin and can't be the starter there— and Florida picks you as your start, their starting quarterback, there's a serious problem in Gainesville in terms of quarterback play. When you well, I look- will just corroborate just quickly what, to what Dustin's saying. I do have a friend who went to Florida, and Napier's getting clowned up and down. Almost like it feels like he's overmatched. But go ahead, Amal. No, I, I'm just saying I don't, I don't have an assessment on Napier. I thought he did a great job before he got to Florida. However, the one thing you see with so many coaches, uh, with the exception of maybe Brian Kelly and a couple others here or there, guys that come from the group of five, the entire dynamic change is because of recruiting. You're recruiting at a different level. You're recruiting against different teams. And I think that's where really the rubber meets the road for so many of these coaches that we've seen make the jump and how they transition. And Brian Kelly's one I mentioned that has done a great job. But then you saw Butch Jones following the footsteps of Brian Kelly, and then he gets to Tennessee and falls flat on his face. I'm not saying Napier's not going to be good or things aren't going to get better for the Gators. I just think in this matchup, you've got a coach that's historically been great in bowl games. When given time to prepare, Kyle Whittingham has done a great job. That was a game last year that Utah, realistically, if they were being honest in their self-evaluation, blew that game and squandered the lead here. But it, we keep on crushing Graham Mertz. And I totally agree with you all for good reason. He's not exactly electric, but cam rising is electric. And this Utah offense is run based throw to the tight end and let rising make something happen. That's not Bryson Barnes. And frankly, we saw for four seasons, at least Mertz, you know, two full seasons, but two other seasons where he played at Wisconsin, he's got experience on this level. He's older And we've seen Bryson Barnes, who's going to quarterback tonight for Utah, attempt 59 passes. Why are we pretending like there's an imbalance at quarterback? No, what what I'm saying is that, look, 
Barnes is a guy that where there's some unknowns right now. There's no question about it, even though he played in the Rose Bowl, played against Washington State last year. But to me, Utah has been consistent in terms of what they want to do. Rising gave them an element that they had been lacking really since going back to Alex Smith. They had a guy who's dynamic, or actually the kid, or Brian Johnson, excuse me. But overall, I, I just think that Mertz has been inconsistent in big spots outside of that first game as a freshman against Illinois, where everybody thought this guy's going to set the world on fire. He has been a pedestrian quarterback, played with a tremendous tailback in Braylon Allen and a great offensive line at Wisconsin, but could never really deliver when they needed it. And I think Florida, when you look at it talent-wise, they lose Justin Short, fifth-round pick in the NFL draft at wide receiver. They lose an incredible talent in Anthony Richardson, at quarterback. I think there's some deficiencies with Florida. I think this is a good game for them to kind of judge and gauge where they're at. Also, we'll find out how good Utah is in the other 21 men outside of the quarterback position tonight. So are you laying it with Utah tonight? I would. Yes. Okay. Lay the five. Now you can find, if you're with them all, you can find a four and a half. Look, Utah's defense is stacked. It was a great defense last year. The linebackers, Barton and Reed are back. I will say Florida kind of reinforced. I talked about it at the onset, big guy reinforced that defensive front. I think no rising helps them. Obviously that's a duh, but both defenses will key on the run. I do like the under it's tough at 44 and a half. As I mentioned, boys off the 50 and a half opener over at DraftKings. But again, you're two of that Napier system. You do like the idea. They have two stud running backs and Johnson and Etienne. And to Amal's point, when we started here, uh, offenses that want to hold control, the ball kind of grind out a win here and get the hell out of here. Now, again, it's not going to help them in the Pac-12, but this is a statement game against an SEC team for Utah, Dustin. Yeah, and look, like I'm not, I'm not trying to knock Washington here, but like, or not Washington, Utah here, but that's not Washington State's defense on the other side. Like these are Florida athletes, and the people hate hearing this because there's been, if you're not from the SEC, you hate the SEC. That's kind of how college football fandom has been constructed now. It's like they SEC hate us because they the hate us. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are underestimating the fact that, like, I get Utah's line is great and all that, but though that's a different breed of human being that ends up in the SEC. And then another note on Graham Mertz, like. Was it him? Was it Wisconsin? Was it Paul Christ? Because I can't remember them having a vertical threat at Wisconsin in a very long time. They never really had one. All I'm saying is, though, there's the guys that have been at Wisconsin have been terrible quarterbacks for a long time, minus Russell Wilson for one season. But it just seems like when you look at his numbers, they've de- decreased. His sophomore year, 61%, then 59 then 57%. He's thrown 29 touchdowns and 21 picks in the last two seasons. And the Badgers play a similar style to what Utah employs, which is we're going to run the ball first, control the clock, and just don't make mistakes. Yeah, I just don't think he was put in many, many positions That's fair. running that offense to succeed. His one game against the Pac-12, back in 21, uh, bowl game, Arizona State, 120-13, went 11-15, 73%. 137 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Honestly, with the way things have shaken out with the Utah with Utah health-wise, Graham Mertz doesn't have to be amazing can, today. He just needs to not screw it up for Florida. I, I I would agree. Can we just? I like the fact that we're all disagreeing. Can we, the three of us, agree that the 2023 version of Florida Utah is going to look very different? You've got the Gators breaking in as Amal, you mentioned, a new quarterback, new receiver rotation, mostly new offensive front. Mostly new defensive front, which I keep reiterating, a new starting linebacker, two new safeties. So this is all being brought in year two by Napier. And then the reason I say Utah is going to look a lot different, Dustin and Amal, is because you're missing your two best players. If Keithy doesn't play, he's a, I mean, again, the size isn't there to be a pro, but he has 
electric speed at the tight end position. And Cam Rising is going to be the best player on the field if he, if he gave it a go tonight. So I just think we're looking at a completely different game this year. And it's fascinating, frankly. I would agree with you there. And I would, you know what, if I'd gotten the best of that number at 50 and down to 44, that's a huge movement. It would be a great one to take at 50 on the under. Um, but to me right now, it's tough to take it 44. And I, I would agree with you that it is a completely different ball game, two different quarterbacks. It's just like Notre Dame, right? You mentioned it a couple days ago or yesterday, pine compared to Hartman. And that's kind of how the drop off is really for both teams at the quarterback position here. I just Google, uh, you know, you look up because rising feels like he's been there. Bad moon has been there for a while. When you just look up the stats and you look over and it says age and he's 24, you're missing a 24 year old grown man. That's been in Whittingham's system forever tonight. And I think Bryson Barnes has got big shoes to fill. Great start. I like the disagreements. Let's come back. Nebraska, Minnesota. Next, Sharp Money. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Did you get today's daily newsletter from Bill AD? If you did, he was fired up about the updated NFL betting guide because it got released this morning. Throughout the NFL preseason, our experts have been taking a look at these teams in the NFL and figuring out what to do with them. Picks from every on-air host, team-specific preseason analysis, of course, the VEASAN betting splits. How do you use them? And football contest strategies, you can sign up for 19 bucks, or you can save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Sign up today, vcin.com slash subscribe. You know, we were joking. I'm all Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. Brian Jones does a great job. CBS Sports coming up in about 15 minutes. And we were joking about Napier getting clowned after year one at Florida. And it takes some time. 
And I know a friend down there, she has season tickets. She's way into the Gators. She's been going for years and years. Her family grew up Gator fans. And she said, I asked her about Napier and she texted back another, another McIlwain. Remember Jim McIlwain, by the way, he wasn't humping the shark. Um, And I said, well, you'd hope he's another McIlwain. He won the East his first two years and then he fell apart. And then he only got three years there. So again, then Mullen comes in, not necessarily what you expected. And now Napier year two, you got to give him a little time. So that's that. Uh, and like you said, I think it was you Amal, or maybe it was Dustin. Uh, you know, Kirby smarts get a lot of people fired in the sec specifically the East. Well, he's minus this first year where he went four and four in conference play. He's 44 and five in the South Southeastern conference since 2017. I mean, think about that for a second. As great as St. Nick has been, I, I was just looking at Kirby Smart. His wife was a basketball player at Georgia. He played uh, in the defensive backfield at Georgia. This guy is never going anywhere unless he decides the challenge is just, hey, I want to go to the NFL, and he makes that move. But he has a chance because he's only about 48 years old, 49 years old, to have a far greater run at Georgia. And remember, they got better in state talent than Alabama to have a better run than Nick Saban's had. 100%. Hundred percent. And so, the East, the East is more more winnable yeah, every East year. Is, well, East is beatable, no it, doubt. It got the East has gotten worse now since Saban arrived. But back in the day, Tennessee, Florida, and Georgia were better than what they were producing in the West. I'll tell you what it'd be interesting. And South Carolina. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be interesting with Oklahoma and Texas in the mix next year. Like what the SEC landscape looks like. Yeah, Texas. Texas looking at it beautiful. I think they're going to be great. Eight and five every year. <laughs> Nebraska, Minnesota. So yesterday we sat here. Minnesota was sitting seven. So some money coming in on Minnesota. They're up to seven and a half everywhere. And I think for good reason, let's take a look at this game. 43 is the total. This is a Minnesota, Minnesota team. That's won four straight in the series. The last three, by the way, they won by exactly seven points just to give you an idea, including last year's win for Minnesota in Lincoln, 20 to 13. Now, Minnesota and what Flex done is very interesting because they're so good defensively. Last year, eighth nationally overall, fourth in scoring defense. But the Gophers, how about this? We were just talking about Kirby and his great defense there at Georgia. The Gophers have allowed 16 or fewer points in 18 games their last two seasons. That's second best in the FBS behind only Georgia. It's a very good defense. Let's get it started here. Nebraska and Matt Rule, there will be rule money coming in here because the expectations we're showing seven. I only see seven and a half boys. Actually, I do see offshore a seven. So maybe you could still find it. If you want to lay it with Minnesota, if you want to take it them all, you can find a seven and a half. Yeah. It's interesting with this team. Couple things. Number one, Billy Kemp is also a transfer in from Virginia at the wide receiver position. I really like Jeff Sims, not as a passer, but as a dual threat guy in college football, I think it's a, you know, too many times we compare what the guys at the next level. Don't worry about that. This guy's got mobility and put some pressure on your defense. Eight starters back on the defensive side of the ball for this Nebraska team. Uh, MJ Sherman transfers in. He's the Jack linebacker for this team comes in from Georgia should help them only to add to that defense that they've had. I can see why people have liked Nebraska a little bit in this game, but on the flip side, you laid out a great argument for the Minnesota Golden Gophers. My one concern is when you look at this team, number of returning starters, it's diminished greatly in terms of what they're bringing back. And I thought their best offensive piece, Muhammad Ibrahim, he's gone. That's a big blow for this team in terms of what they do in the running game. I'm not sure if they could be as effective as they've been in the past. I'm not saying they're not going to win the game tonight, but seven's a bit of a tricky number here. Not going to play this game, guys. I don't know where you come out on this number. Well, here's the thing. Minnesota not only loses Ibrahim, but they lose one of their best quarterbacks in school history and Tanner Morgan. Now here's the deal. As far as rule in Nebraska, big guy, 
a vet quarterback in Sims. If he's healthy, dual threat, fun to watch down at Georgia Tech, a veteran offensive line coming back for Nebraska, a decent, decent rush success last year. And they replaced most of the receiving weapons outside. So I do think you're going to see rule try to shorten this game up a little bit An opener. Again, I kind of like both unders, but we're losing the best of it. Nebraska, Minnesota over at DraftKings, open 46 and a half. It's sitting 43, big guy. Yeah, w- with Nebraska and Rule in year one, look, he's got a lot of things to clean up, but his specialty is offensive line, and that's where they really need the most work. They allowed 33 sacks in 12 games a year ago. That was 11th in the Big Ten, just brutal there. Rule will instantly make that better. They, they struggled on the defensive side. I mean, they gave up 27.6 points per game. They had a lot of trouble stopping the run. These things all need to be cleaned up. And I just think Matt Rule's the type of guy that's not tied to any one individual system. He just kind of finds ways to make things work and tweaks and, and, and builds teams up from the ground up. He's done it a couple of times, did it at Temple, did it at Baylor. I, I love the fact that Jeff Sims is here because I think it gives them multiple options. It gives him his legs. He's a good, pa- decent passer. They'll find ways to put him in, in optimal situations. His athleticism, though, could be what helps them win this game today because – Look, Minnesota on defense is awesome. They were ranked eighth nationally, fourth in scoring a year ago. Uh, The issue is for offense. New starting quarterback, new running back. They did add a Western Michigan running back, Sean Taylor, who had over 1,000 yards a year ago. He comes in, and P.J. Flex a winner. P.J. Flex won 62% of the time since he took over this job. So, I mean, he's annoying. I would never play for him. You would never play for him. Amal might because he likes his motivational phrases, but P.J. Fleck, wins football games. You have to give him that. This is one of those weird games where like, I'm going with my gut over my logic and this in my bet. Uh, I'm actually going to back Nebraska. I got seven and a hook earlier this week. I'm going to go with Nebraska. I think there's going to be opportunities for Jeff Sims to use his legs a lot in this game under pressure. And I actually think that's going to work against Minnesota, putting Sims under pressure, letting him get out and make plays. I think he's going to do just enough in a low scoring game to cover that seven and a half. Anything on it, Jamal? No, I, I like the play at the seven and a half. It's not a bad play when you look at this number. I'll tell you one thing about the boat rower. I was looking at his record, five and seven, seven and six, 11 and two. I always kind of throw out the COVID year, three and four. Uh, we saw Michigan went two and I think four or five that year as well. Um, but nine and four, nine and four the last couple of years. You mentioned Tanner Morgan. I was not as high on him. That's why I didn't even mention him. But to me, when I look at this team, they kind of, just like we talked about Utah, there are a few teams that kind of embody their head coaches more than Utah and Minnesota in terms of what they want to do. Follow up on the defense, Dustin. Yeah. So, so Minnesota was ranked really high, as I said before, eighth nationally, fourth in scoring. But if you look at the schedule, I mean, cause you're in the big 10, yeah. they didn't play a lot of great offenses. The only really good offense they played a year ago was Penn state and they allowed 45 points. <laughs> so they played New Mexico state, Western Illinois, Colorado, Michigan state, Purdue, Illinois, Rutgers, Nebraska, which they only won by seven. More on that in a second. Northwestern, Iowa, and Wisconsin. None of those are offensive juggernauts. Well, Northwestern and Iowa, that's like getting two free games (laughs) in the schedule against the scoring. Yeah, so my thought is I think maybe this defense is a little overrated in terms of when we just look at rankings. I think we need context for it. And I mentioned they only beat Nebraska last year by seven. Casey Thompson was injured. He didn't start that game. They had to start Chuba Purdy at quarterback, Nebraska, and that led to limited passing. They ran the ball 35 different times against Minnesota a year ago for 51 yards. That's one and a half yards per tote. So I think if they're covering when they were that bad a year ago, 
Seven points. I think they should cover seven in a hook tonight. Rules got to remake a really bad defense, but I was taking a look at the VEASAN betting guide earlier. It sounds like he dipped into the SEC, got five players from the SEC. Who leaves an SEC town to go to Lincoln, Nebraska? That is, that is a trem- And then they must have been at the volleyball game last night Dude. because the whole state showed up. Did y'all see that? I, That's I, tremendous. Like 90,000 people at a volleyball game? World record. I generally like to like make fun of those things. Can't make fun I of got that. A, dude, I got emotional watching the coach who's been there forever and his players walk through the tunnel with like music blaring and lights going. And I'm like, th- this is a moment they'll remember the rest of their lives. Now, I will say this. There's a reason you get 96,000 people in Nebraska to go to a volleyball game in a football stadium because it's like, what else are you doing on a Wednesday night in Nebraska? <laughs> That's fair. It was crazy. Wasn't it like 82,000 people? Am I making 96? that up? I thought it was 92,003. Oh, is that what it was? Unbelievable. World record for attendance of a female sporting event. It's incredible. Good job, Lincoln. Uh, look, rule turned around Temple. Turned around Baylor after those sanctions that crushed the program. It's just, this is monumental because it's not Nebraska that we grew up with. If you're in your forties, you know, a completely different Nebraska, not just the landscape, which is flat, but that's just the vibe of the program as well. Right? Lincoln ain't what Lincoln used to be. It used to be a destination. Now it's literally corn. However, volleyball apparently is lit. <laughs> because if you want to get 90,000 plus to watch girls volleyball, it's all good. When we return, Brian Jones does a great job breaking down college football for CBS Sports, and he joins us here on Sharp Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Okay, before you make your next bet, make sure you get over to vcin.com. Check out the betting splits, money and bets for every game. Updated every 10 minutes straight from DraftKings. Today's games and future events as well. Makes you a better better. Become a member over at vcin.com slash subscribe. But you can check out the splits, vcin.com. I'm all Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. This is Sharp Money. We're going to talk to Brian Jones. Been doing it for a long time, covering college football for CBS Sports. As a matter of fact, he's going to be on air 70s for... West tonight before that NC State UConn kickoff, of course, former college and pro linebacker. And we say hi to Brian. Hi, Brian. How are you? I'm great. How are you fellas? Doing great. Thank you for joining. And you know what? We'll just pick up where we left off. We were talking about rule and the task he has at hand at Nebraska. Brian, when you and I were growing up, Nebraska was very different. Can we talk about rule and what's ahead of him here in Lincoln? Yeah, no doubt, uh, you, and you're correct. We, we're some old heads, man. We we, we recall the heyday uh, of Nebraska. I say we're old heads. I don't know how old you are. I'm an old head. Uh, <laughs> Me too. But okay, yeah. Well, we remember those excellent days. Them in Oklahoma, going at it, man. Some great matchups. Losing Tom Osborne over and over in the Orange Bowl, whether it was Miami or Florida State or whomever, and finally getting the victory uh, in that national title, that first elusive one, uh, and then a couple more. But uh, what Matt Rule has done as he is torn this thing down to the studs, he has, he has started all over. And, 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 and that means he's teaching them football and the right way to go about playing football. He's teaching them accountability. He's teaching them – to love each other, but also hold each other's feet to the fire. 
and that is building a great cohesive unit there. Just interviewing, you know, the players as I did at the Big Ten. Uh, media days, and, and you could tell they were sincere in, in their comments. It, it weren't, they weren't just canned responses. Uh, I, I would like to think I asked some pretty probing questions, you know, 60-minute style. Uh, so uh, these guys uh, stated to a man that uh, they are buying what he is selling. Now, he has to get his type of guys in there. Now, Jeff Sims, at quarterback, I love what he, he did. When he jumped on the map versus Florida State there at, uh, at Georgia Tech, uh, but I need to see more progression out of him. I need to see more accuracy out of him. But he, he's definitely an athlete, and I said back then he was a poor man's uh, Vince Young, and he's still a poor man's Vince Young until he can lead a squad, uh, you know, to a double-digit win season or and definitely a championship. And I don't foresee that this year. But he gives them a chance at that quarterback position. But he's got to get the right dudes on campus. The mentality is there. They're buying in. But you need some more of them Jimmys and Joes, not just the X's and O's. Like that breakdown. Let's go to your alma mater, the Texas Longhorns. A lot of questions surrounding what kind of season they're going to have this year. Tell me what you think Sark can do for this team, where Quinn Ewers can ascend to, and then the final result. Do they win the Big 12 and make the playoff? Uh, yes. Last question first. They 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 accomplished both of those feats. I have them winning uh, the uh, Big Twelve. I have them have them going to the CFP along with Georgia, USC, and and, and Michigan. USC's defense must must get much better, and uh, I, I suspect they will. They got some some nice ingredients on that side of the ball. It goes without saying what the offense can do. Uh, but Texas looks to partner. I was at practice a week ago. They look to partner. And I understand you don't win much on your looks unless you're Michigan universe but they've got some cats over there on that d-line man they're thicker than barbecue pits and that's what you need you know working and and, and if for the cbs sports with our own the sec football and being on the sideline with those guys texas mirrors the size of those guys now it's all about execution sark has recruited i think three uh number three recruiting class this last one number five prior to that so the dudes are on campus now they just need to they just need to execute. Sark's one of the best at drawing up those said X's and O's. Defensively, they got better last year, uh, so I love what they're doing offensively. Uh, name a better wide receiver room. Uh, probably just Ohio State with A.D. Mitchell coming over from Georgia. You've got Xavier Worthy who's returning. Whittington. Uh, you've got Sanders at the tight end position. Uh, offensive line is where I'm really going to be focused. You got a bunch of five stars on that deal. Now, let's just be honest. Bijan Robinson, uh, what was he, the eighth and ninth pick to the Falcons, he made those guys look better than they were. Uh, so they need to step up. They need to own the line of scrimmage. Defensively, I think they're there. They have what they need. They, if not a pass rusher, you know, they've they got to have someone who consistently, consistently can get to the, the quarterback. But offensive line, those guys – that's where Texas is going to make some hay. The Ewers, he'll be much better uh, than he was last year coming back from the injuries. But Texas has everything they need, man. They'll just go do it. Brian Jones joins us, doing a great job. You can check him out tonight, CBS Sports Network's Inside College Football 7 East. Who do you got tonight in Salt Lake? Let's talk about Napier, year two. He goes to Utah here to take on the Utes, but the Utes are without the quarterback and without the tight end. Who do you like? 
Yeah, that doesn't hurt because Brent Kufti, man, if you recall, he had over 100, uh, 100 bills in receiving last year uh, there in the, in the swamp. I'm taking Utah, though. Uh, I love this linebacker room that they have. They have the transfer, Dumani from Stanford, and you've got Reed and the the kid. You're talking about a legacy. Uh, this, this Lane uh, Barton, his mama, his daddy. Uh, sister and brother, everybody played for the Utes in, in some form or fashion. So, uh, you know, he's got to live up to a lot. But they're going to have their hands full with this running back ETN as they did a, a season ago. Now, they don't have to tend with an Anthony Richardson. Uh, but I've got to see more out of Graham Mertz. Uh, you guys watch the game. You know, he, he stepped up on the scene and, and showed out what was like 19 or 20 in his first game. And then he had this precipitous fall, you know, two years ago, 10 touchdowns, only 11 interceptions. Last year, a little better, 19 touchdowns, uh, 10 interceptions. But I've got to see something out of him. And, I, I, and this defense, they were woeful for the Gators a season ago. One of the worst getting off the field. And, and, and so uh, Utah – I don't know who's going to play quarterback. I'm hearing this Nate Johnson gives him the best option. He's a dual threat guy. Uh, let's see if, if they, they insert him or they, you know, they go with the uh, I believe Bryson kid uh, and, 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 and who has some playing time. But defensively, they've got to put some pressure on Merch. They've got to stop the running game. And both of these teams are built similar. Uh, Napier, what he built in Louisiana was a physical downhill football team. So they want to be tough-minded. And that's the same thing Kyle Winningham has uh, brought to, to Utah. That's his methodology, his philosophy. We're going to be a tough football team. So they match up well, I believe, in the trenches. It's going to come down to those, uh, those special players, those skilled players outside uh, of the interior. From Brian Jones' perspective, which is a team that could surprise some people this year that maybe many people are not giving credit to? Mm, excellent question. A team that was surprised. I'm going to say Texas Tech. And we've got them Saturday night after Ohio State and Indiana on, on uh, big CBS. And Texas Tech has everyone returning on that offense. And, and Tyler Suck, who, who, if he can stay healthy, but they played three different quarterbacks last year, and they really didn't skip a beat. Now, Donovan Smith has transferred to the University of Houston. Uh, but I say Texas Tech, with everybody on that offense back, defensively they lost the first-round pick uh, at the edge uh, position. But if they get their defense straight, they can uh, make some noise in the Big 12. Does Brian Jones have Georgia three-peating? I think Georgia would repeat. Now, Georgia, if you look at this this schedule, I don't think they're going to really be crash tested a lot. Um, you know, Tennessee, Joe Milton, offensively, there's a reason I picked them to beat Bama last year is because I thought they could they could apply some pressure to that backhand, and that's exactly what Ohio State did to Georgia in the playoffs, and if you recall, in the SEC championship game, they hobbled Jaden Daniels and the backup quarterback, Nussmeyer. You know, they posted 30 on that defense. Now, they still got beat by 30, but if you can hold up up front and you can pass on this defense, and especially if you are a dual-threat quarterback, that was the elixir uh, for Bama when they were ruling college football. It, it will be for – anyone that's going to uh, test Georgia as well. So I can see them losing the SEC championship game and still getting to the, to the CFP and, and winning it all. So, yes. Brian, you mentioned okay. you, you like the Trojans to get to the playoff. Does Caleb Williams then go back-to-back -back on the Heisman? I, 
I'm not going to count him out. Uh, he's already had a, a heck of a first uh, impression Heisman moment in that game last week versus San Jose, San Jose State. He bobbles a snap, somehow gobbles it back up, and, and chunks it, chucks it 75 yards while dudes bearing down on him, hitting him in his chest. Uh, so a way to, uh, to, to welcome in the 2023 season reigning Heisman winner. If he continues to do that and stays away from painting his, 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 his fingernails and uh, pack to a title game, he might be all right and win it again. <laughs> we'll be watching Inside College Football on CBS Sports Network tonight with Brian Jones and the crew. You can find Brian on Twitter at Jones and for Mo. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate you. All right, guys. Y'all take care. Thank you. Okay, take care, Brian. Great job. All right. When we return, Amal's College Football Futures, mentalist style. We're going to have a little fun with it. Dustin thinks he knows them all. It's like Starchy and Hutch. Maybe that's a very old reference. <laughs> However, they know each other. The sim- there's a simpatico. That's like the oldest reference ever. You'll see. We're coming back. Sharp money. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
With the NFL season right around the corner, nonstop football action is in sight, and you can get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and score $200 in bonuses instantly. Life's more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Before kickoff, use the code SHARP to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5. Only on DraftKings using the code SHARP. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Okay, we got you back here. Sharp Money, Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. We're going to have a little fun here. Amal Shaw, it looks like he's got 12 futures for college football, but as I said, not necessarily a timely reference with Starshi and Hutch, but of course, Dustin and Amal work closely together every day. And I'm sure they're both thrilled about that. Here's what we're going to do because Dustin said, when he gives you the team, I know, I know them all like the back of my hand. So what I'll do is we'll play a little mentalist. This is what Dustin said to me on the phone. He said, look, I know this guy. I know what he's going to be betting. You just give me the team and I'll text you the number mentalist style. So I said, all right, let's play. I'll, I'll play your little game. And so we'll get it started. Now, Amal's favorite thing to do in the world is go to a surprise party, walk into the surprise party and tell the person that's being surprised they're throwing you a surprise party. So that's a situation. He already did the first one. You heard it, Dustin, during the break. We asked him the first one and he already gave it away. So let's go to number two. So we start at number so two on your Amal's list. 11 futures. We're going to go over this segment. Well, I was just yeah, concerned he might have a heart rough. attack. If everyone jumps out and surprises him, I think, I think it might be rough. Uh, let's go. Okay. Go ahead and get it started. Amal, And then I will find the applicable odds. Northwestern. So I'm texting we, you now. Okay. So Northwestern. Okay. Let me find Northwestern. Red DraftKings. Their win you. total is three. The under is juice. Got to play a dollar 20 to go under three. Of course, Northwestern is trifling. Mr. Fitzgerald was running a bit of a shady program. I just got a text from the mentalist, AKA Dustin Sweetelson. And he said, Northwestern win total is three. My guess is Amal likes the under. Now we find out that is correct. Well, we talked about this about two weeks ago when we broke this team down, Patrick. Neither of us thought they could ever get to four wins, let alone three on the number. It felt very difficult. And the great thing about this bet, when you look at the schedule, you're going to get an idea by week five whether they're going to get there or not. If they don't get there early on, it seems like it's going to be a tough situation for them throughout the course of the season. Okay. All right. Big guy, what led you to believe Amal was going under there, Northwestern. The team stinks. They're in disarray. <laughs> good one. <laughs> the obvious thing is they're not going to be good at football. And Amal likes that they're bad at football. So he's going to roll with them being under. Okay. I like it. Let's get to the next team. A little mentalist here on Sharp Money. Who's next? Let's go with Clemson. Can we go in order that you told me during? <laughs> sure. sure. <laughs> Wisconsin, Wisconsin. It really is. It's the instincts are awesome. You, yeah, I think you said, um, let's just say a whiteout for number two. Did I? I was going based yeah, on what I have yeah, here on my notes. Did. That's why. Oh, Penn State then. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. Oh, let me well, Look, let me find Penn State. You, okay. you guys are messing with my process here. I got to zone in here, and you're moving you're, around. Yeah. The mentalist fault. is a it's magician. No, that's okay. That's okay. Let me find. I'm surprised. Okay, Penn State. Let me. And it's more than just win totals you have, correct? Yes, correct. <laughs> I think 
No, 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 no. You got to text me. I'm t- I, yeah, Penn State, me. I'm giving you the number. I just found it, okay, because I wasn't prepared. Let's go Penn State, nine and a half. However, if you want to go over to get to 10, you got to pay big time juice I at $1.50. Okay. Dustin believes that you've got Penn State going over the nine and a half. That is correct. This team, right. realistically, they've got a great shot to be able to beat Michigan or Ohio State. If they win one of those two games, I mean, they've got a chance to win the league. But even if they drop those two games, Patrick, we talked about it, they're probably going to be at least a seven-point favorite in every game this season. They should be able to dominate. This is still a very good football team. The problem is they're looking at two elite teams in front of them. The only problem is James Franklin. Yep. That's, <laughs> that is the, to me, that's the impediment for Penn State. Um, okay, Dustin, you are two for two. Who knew you had such skills as a mentalist? I look, me, I've definitely been called mental before, but not a mentalist till now. <laughs> okay. Uh, next up, Amal Shaw's college football futures here on Sharp Money. Who's next? We've got the Wisconsin Badgers. <laughs> Can we go with Clemson? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you literally said, I wrote down the order. You said Penn State. You said no, Clemson came on the Penn second State, page. Wisconsin. That I know for sure because I have here, I have it differently, but it's okay. Let's go. Is it okay if we go Clemson here? Yeah, absolutely. Because I just, I have that one right. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. All good. The Clemson Tigers, <laughs> he's got 110 up and down over at DraftKings. So it's 10. You're not going to have to pay juice. You want to tail. Amal knows his college football. You want to tail him. You get a good price here. If he goes over or if he goes under, the mentalist has texted me. Let's find out. Dustin Sweetelson says under on Clemson. Wrong. I don't think Clemson is going to lose three games. They get Florida State at home. In the regular season, they get Notre Dame at home as well. I don't see them having three losses to beat you. Two, realistically, is probably not even going to come to fruition. This team should go 11-1, and in my opinion. They could go 12-0. and 0. I don't think we're talking about them enough. They have that possibility if they knock off Florida State. Uh, but I just don't see uh, Clemson at 9-3. and 10-2 and are better for sure. The push might work as a tie, obviously. Uh, but what I mean is in your favor that you're not getting beat. Dustin, you were wrong. Yeah. Would you like to explain? And maybe we can get a little breakdown from you well, as the president. The Tigers? Yeah, I thought Amal as the uh, the president and founder of the Mike Norvell fan club. <laughs> he He's loved Florida State so long. I thought he was going to be the next guy to transfer there. It's not about Mike Norvell. It's about Jordan Travis. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so I thought he loved Florida State so much that he was going to fade Clemson because Clemson has the big game with Notre They have a few big games in the schedule yeah. that maybe they lose a couple of them because we still don't know what we're going to see on offense from the Tigers. Okay. Like it. Amal, you can go in any order as I've received <laughs> your text. Feel free. <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> so okay. this is interesting. I well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just give out the information. And before you give anything away, you have to text me. Um, I'm not making this up. Wisconsin is not in his text. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. No, it's not. Oh, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State. Okay. Let's didn't see. Go through. Must have not gone through. Nope. Didn't go through. Uh, <laughs> let's <laughs> just going swimmingly. Hey, hey, you know what? Let's be honest. Eight if this went well, it would have been boring. So <laughs> let's go. I will find Wisconsin over at DraftKings. I already received the text message from the from the mentalist. I'm going to go mental, but we did. Okay. So here it is. Win total over at DraftKings on Wisconsin is nine. The juice is on the under. Now let me flip and go check out the mentalist. He says over 
on Wisconsin. Uh, well, now at nine becomes a little bit different scenario because here at Caesars, it was eight and a half. That's fair. Um, so I would have gone over. Yes. So I'll still say over because I think this team's got a great opportunity to represent the Big Ten West. Um, th- they should get to the Big Ten championship game in Indianapolis. Well, what would my second text say about this, Patrick? Don't worry. I got you covered. The mentalist also texted. I don't know where he got this energy from. Man, are you good? Uh, he said, I also think Amal has bet Wisconsin at plus 130 to win the Big Ten West. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that, that was just, a, I just had a weird vibe about that one. <laughs> that is absolutely correct. Any reason why in particular? Because when we did the preview for Wisconsin, I remember being like, oh, I love this team. And then you were like, I think I love this team. And it's always like, if Amal agrees with us, I will remember it. And the fact that he felt the same way, like this could go really, really well for the Badgers. Yeah, I, I, I had a feeling he liked them to win the West. And also he did come up with a good idea on the spot that day. He was like, bet them at plus 750 to win the Big Ten title. And then you can hedge on whoever they face in the championship game. Yeah, because they're not going to be... It's not going to be that prohibitive of a favorite over a team like Wisconsin. Yeah. I hope Wisconsin has a better season than I had segment. Let's put it that way. (laughs) I just got another screenshot. (laughs) So hold on. Hold on. Okay. When we return, (laughs) (laughs) we mentioned a couple teams that I, well, I won't give the teams away. Hold on. I'd like to defend myself here in one area. I thought Dustin had passed all these numbers along to you. That's why. No, I told you when you I said, I'm not opening that text because I don't want to be persuaded into what I think you bet. Well, I was saying like, you, you don't have to look at it. You could just send, you could just send it along. I didn't know. Okay. Got yeah, it. Yeah. I didn't, I, I didn't get it. Um, but I will tell you, we've got some very interesting teams coming up now. Let's get a record. You did. I think you're like four and one. That feels right. Well, you got to get bonus points for the big 10 West call without even, you know, mentioning it. He just, that was big time. Yeah. That was big time. Okay. Amal's got 12 in total college football futures. No more mess ups from you, big guy. That was a big loss on Clemson. Mentalist it continues hurt. here. Sharp money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.